Listening to Mile High Radio, MileHighRadio.com on the World Wide Web for your listening pleasure. Are you tired of commuting to a job that makes someone else rich? Or working harder than ever but getting nowhere? Do you hate spending hundreds of dollars every week on daycare, having someone else raise your children? With our information, you can lead a happier life, work from home, and start earning great money fast. I was a a traditional business owner, and our business was affected greatly by the economy, so we were looking for another income stream. It allowed me to actually walk away from a 16-year career and part owner in a traditional business just after eight months. Go to freedom1000.com, get out of the rat race, work from home, and start earning great money fast. I'm a single mom. Before this business, I was over $90,000 in credit card debt alone, and now We go to Disneyland, Disney World. We've been on vacations to Hawaii. I never could have done that before this business. Go to freedom1000.com right now and change your life today. That's freedom1000.com. Freedom1000.com. And start earning great money fast. Is your computer getting slower? Is your printer not working right? Can't get your smartphone to work with your PC? Or is the Internet taking so long to load that it seems like the worldwide wait? I'm Luke Ford, CEO of My Computer Works. Every day, we help people just like you fix their computer problems. We offer an affordable way to help you with your computer. It's fast, safe, and reliable. But you don't have to believe me. Here's what our customers are saying. Thank you so much for My Computer Works. I feel like I've got a new partner. They did just as they promised. They were very friendly, and I will highly recommend them to my family and friends and other business associates. You know, technology keeps advancing, and it's very hard to keep up. So My Computer Works is definitely a service that I can't do without. It's affordable, fast, and safe. It's My Computer Works. Just call 1-800-620-1090. 1-800-620-1090. That's 1-800-620-1090. Thank you for being a friend. Travel down a road and back again. Your heart is true. You're a pal and a confidant. And we are back. I am Deb Creer, the socialite, and I am passionate about working with professionals to show them how to use social media as a tool to promote themselves and their businesses. And with me is Kevin Knebel. I'm just delighted to have Kevin on. Welcome back after the break, Kevin. Thank you very much, Deb. Great. Well, for those who are listening to the recorded version, it's an abbreviated version because we had a little technical difficulty and we didn't get the first half recorded. Uh, So, Kevin, that just means we have to have you back on again at some point so we can talk about this again. But um, tell everyone how they can connect with you online. I'm really, really simple. I, I left the witness relocation program a long time ago. <laughs> if they go to if they go to Kevin Knebel and Knebel is five letters, it's K N E B like boy L. Could I please buy another vowel? KevinKnebel.com. They can access my blog, my newsletter, or different things I have on my website. They can also access my LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter. 
profiles from my website. So thank you for asking. Great, great. Well, you know, one of the things that you have done is you are an author, and one of the, the things is you're a contributing author of Learn Marketing with Social Media in Seven Days. Now, we don't want to give away every tip that you've got in there because, of course, we want people to buy the book, but what are some of the tips that you talk about? How can someone learn marketing in just seven days? Well, thank you for, for mentioning that. My book is The Social Media Sales Revolution. The book that you're referring to was actually mm-hmm. written by my good friend, Linda Coles in oh, Auckland, okay. New Zealand. Mm-hmm. And she asked me to be a contributing author to her book. She's a mm-hmm. great gal. Um, so but from a high-level answer, here's what I would say. And you and I touched on this in the, in the first segment of, of your program. Mm-hmm. Small efforts repeated over time produce massive results. So if your listeners are business owners or salespeople or whatever they are, they need to understand that using social media is like an exercise program. And if they just spend 15, 20 minutes a day doing whatever it is that they've chosen to do, that could be blogging, that could be posting things on LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, it could be doing a number of different things, there's no way over time that they won't succeed. The problem Mm -hmm. is most people treat social media the way they treat a gym on January 1st. Right. They think it took me it took me 30 years to get this out of shape. I'm going to get back in shape in 30 minutes. No, mm-hmm. you're not. You're going to pull a muscle and have an aneurysm. Mm-hmm. Just just do small efforts over time. Mm-hmm. And it does take time. I think that's probably one of the problems is people expect immediate results. You know, they they want to yeah. go from five followers to five thousand. You know, they want to all of a sudden have their posts shared with everyone else in the world. And that doesn't happen. You know, it, it takes a long time for for people to build up a, a good following. Well, when people say things like that to me, I just nod politely and I smile. Mm-hmm. I don't come down on them like a ton of bricks. And I say, um, just so I'm clear, could you show me some examples in your life where you had immediate success in some particular area? I, I'll be quiet now and listen. Mm-hmm. And it gets real quiet. Right. Because they go, humana, humana, humana. Yeah, because it makes no, it makes, you can't call them stupid, but, the, but the, what they're saying is stupid, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? I'm going to well, get on LinkedIn. I'm going to get on Facebook. I'm going to have 5,000 followers tomorrow. What you've really told me is you have no grasp on reality. Mm-hmm. But I can't say it that way because I'd be no. mean. So, mm-hmm. so, so, so people, you know, and by the way, when people say something themselves, they believe it a lot more than when we say it. Mm-hmm. So for me to say to somebody, you know, hey, that's a pretty stupid idea, it's much easier for me to ask it in the form of a question and say, I'm sorry, please tell me about some time when you did almost nothing and you had massive success. Right. And then let, know, and, let them go, oh, yeah, that was that was pretty yeah. dumb. Hmm. <laughs> you know, and obviously every once in a while there are flukes where, you know, something happens. And that sometimes is what I hear people say is, you know, well, you know, that company created a video and it went viral and it was the very first video they did. Well, you know, there's timing, there's fate, there's all of those things. But for every one of those stories like that, there's hundreds of thousands of, gee, it took us a very long time and maybe it never happened type of stories. Right. Yeah. It just, you know, what I at the risk of sounding like a therapist, um, I think a really good life skill is just learning how to smile and nod politely when people say stupid things. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and, and, they're and gonna, you do. Because they're, they're going to say some really stupid things, but you can't call them stupid. Mm-hmm. You just have to say, 
okay, yeah. I mean, you hit it. Timing is a lot of the, and, and there's a lot of 20-year overnight successes, mm-hmm. right? Where well, people say, oh, that guy had so much success. Yeah, but you didn't see everything they did for the last 20 years of their life mm-hmm. to gain the wisdom to get to have that overnight success. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and right, you know, they, they went to school. They, you know, honed their craft. They did all of those various things. And then success happened. You know, and, and what I hate is, you know, when a business owner will tell me, well, you know, I was on Facebook for three months and nothing happened. Really? Yeah. What did you do in really? those three months? Well, I posted once or twice. Okay. <laughs> and then uh, well, there are go. times where I have to try really hard to not roll my eyes at people. <laughs> that's, and that's exactly right. You know, because people ask the question, how long have you belonged to the gym? Mm-hmm. That's the wrong question. The question is, how long have you been lifting the weights? Mm-hmm. You could belong to the gym for a long time. If you want to go there and try and pick up men or women or you just want to watch other people work out, the wrong question is how long have you belonged to the gym. The right question is how long have you been lifting the weights. Right. So when somebody says, oh, I was on Facebook for three months and it didn't work for me, just not politely, you know, because the worst the, the, the challenge is most people will automatically start trying to defend why social media is good. Mm-hmm. And, 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 you know, when you're convinced, a man convinced against his will is of the same opinion still. So if I try to convince you that you're wrong, you're going to dig your heels in. Mm-hmm. The, right. The smartest thing I could do is just ask, ask some questions, like, just like you did. Okay, so what did you do over those three months? Mm-hmm. Well, I posted three or four things. Really? How'd that work out? Mm-hmm. Not really that well. Have you ever gone to a gym? Did you go more than three or four times? Mm-hmm. Yes, I did. You're, you're, you know, you're an intelligent person. What do you think we should do here? Right. You know, and, and as you said, if they come to the realization themselves, that's going to right. be much better. You know, it, it, it's, it's kind of an old parenting trick, even though I'm not a parent. You know, if you let the child come to the realization themselves, it's going to sink in a little bit better than if the parent is continually saying, pick up your room, pick up your room, pick up your room. Pretty soon, you know, they just ignore it. Right. Right. Yeah. It's, it, as a matter of fact, I sometimes have CEOs that come up to me and say, convince me that social media works. Mm-hmm. And I say, why would I ever do that? Why, why would I ever have to do that? You know, right. the, the social media is working just fine without you. No offense, sir. But, mm-hmm. you, know, you know, it's like me convincing you that gravity works. Do, you, do, do I really need to convince you of this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. You know, and, and I think that is one of the things that I sometimes struggle with is people tell me, you know, well, prove to me. Prove to me it's going to work. Right. Now, right. No, you can't. That's like saying, you know, prove to me that the sun is going to shine. It's just kind of there. Right. Now, for some people, well, it won't work. And, you know, and there, there are businesses that social media just isn't a good fit for or certain places on social media. I tell people when I'm working with them, go to where your potential customers are, just like in real life. If you're not networking in the right place, you're not going to, to get new business. If you're spending all your time on Facebook and the people you need to reach aren't on Facebook, then it really was a waste of time. Yeah. Well, it goes back to what we talked about earlier about listening skills. Mm-hmm. When somebody says to me, prove to me that social media works, my, I guess my answer would be, please define proof so that I'm answering your question. Mm-hmm. And right. then if they say, well, proof, you know, proof would be that a company increased their sales. Oh, I could show you that all day long. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then is that what you're asking me? See, the problem is most people don't have good communication skills 
and it's the blind leading the blind, and they really don't communicate very effectively with each other. If you said to mm-hmm. me, prove to me that social media works, I immediately think I know what you're asking me, but I don't know what you're asking me. Mm-hmm. So it's a, it's a sales skill to probe the question. Please define proof so mm-hmm. that I can deliver what you're asking for. That'll right. shut them up for a minute. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, and it does have to be what they're looking for because for one person, proof really could be that they have 5,000 fans. For someone else, right. it's something totally different. Right. Yeah. So somebody says to me, show me somebody who has 5,000 fans on Facebook. Let's go look at Aerosmith's fan page. They have about 15 million. Okay. Mm-hmm. Next question. Right. So, so really, it's, it's not about trying to defend anything. I mean, matter of fact, defending things is really not a good use of time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because it just makes you look like you know you you have your dukes up and you want to fight. Mm-hmm. This, 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 when somebody says, "Prove to me that social media works," what they're really saying is, "Could you please explain to me that if I invest the time, the money, and the energy to do this, there's going to be an ROI?" Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and and you do bring up a, a very good point with trying to not pick fights with people. Uh, it's funny. I just added a right. slide to my presentations where it's it's these business people boxing. And, you know, picking a fight with a customer or a potential customer is the worst thing that a business can do. You know, maybe they posted on your page that the example I gave was, you know, that they came into the restaurant on Monday and they had an absolutely horrible meal. Well, maybe your restaurant isn't open on Monday, so they've got the wrong restaurant. Well, you know, don't point that out to them. That just makes them look stupid. You know, still tell them, gee, we're very sorry. Come back in and we'll make it right. Yeah. And, and what you just covered, and what and what you just covered there is exactly what we talked about before the break. If people mm-hmm. will study, not read. By the way, folks, listening to this right now, stop reading books. Mm-hmm. Read street signs and menus. Study books. If you will study things like How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie, mm-hmm. you're not going to get into a peeing contest with somebody. You're going to mm-hmm. let them save face, and you're going to let them say stupid things while you smile. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, it's it's hard sometimes, you know, whether it's on your personal Facebook page or a business page or you're reading a post that somebody else has done. And, yes, I've fallen into this trap on a couple of occasions. You, you know, you want to defend or speak up or do those various things. But it's kind of like we used to tell people in the PR world, you know, don't pick a fight with a newspaper because they buy the ink by the barrel. You know, don't pick a fight with somebody on their social media sites because it's their social media site. Not only did you pick a fight with them, you may have picked a fight with all of their connections. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, and again, at, at the risk of me take, continuing to take it back, it's always going to come back to people's skills and your self-esteem. Mm-hmm. Right. Always. And, and, there's, and there's people listening to this interview right now going, I thought this was about social media. Let me, let me address that real fast. Yes. Deb, Deb and I could take anybody listening to this recording right now. We could take anybody listening to this anywhere in the world, and we could show you every bell and whistle and gadget and gizmo on any social media platform you want. I don't care if it's LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, Google+, you name it. It's not about understanding the bells and whistles. It's about understanding people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, it does, in a lot of ways, come back to the golden rule. You know, treat people like you want to be treated yourself. You know, is that confrontational? No. You know, is that being lectured to or lectured at? No. You know, it's being that friend. It's being that support system. And, you know, as we mentioned a little bit ago, it is about being positive. Most of the time, you know, bad things do happen to people. 
but we don't want to marinate in it or wallow in it, as my grandmother would have said. You know, it, it's, it is about being authentic though, you know, and, and so it's, it, there's kind of a, a happy medium or a good mix or, you know, I'm not quite sure how to say that, but you know, it, it's like we do in real life. There are people that you just want to hang out with for whatever reason. And then there are those people that you see them coming and you hide. It's, it's because it, yeah, we can't outrun our character, mm-hmm. right? It doesn't it doesn't serve anybody well in a more and more interconnected world to be dead your Donald Downer. It doesn't mean mm-hmm. you have to be Pollyanna and trying to be be something you're not. Mm-hmm. But it, it it does mean you know if crap is happening in your life, which happens to everybody, what's what's the payoff for broadcasting it? Right. There you is know, none. No. You know you. You might get some people that say, hey, we feel the same way you do and, you know, all of those various right. things. But, you know, at the same point, did it really accomplish anything? And, you know, sometimes it, it does. You know, I'll, I'll, one of the things that, that I point out is, you know, when my father was very ill, I would post on Facebook every once in a while, you know, about what was going on. And the support that I got in the, the last stages of his life meant the world to me. But I've, you know, it wasn't, I didn't, even that, you know, during, during that, I would post maybe one thing about that and then say something else that was, you know, going on, all those various things. So even at that point, I wasn't wallowing in it. And you weren't, you know, your father's illness, you weren't complaining about your father's illness. You were actually using social media for one of the greatest functions of social media. You were keeping people, no matter where they are on earth, they could be in a village in India or they could live next door to you. You were using it as a platform just to keep people in the loop as to what was going on in your life. Mm-hmm. Right. That's a big difference than complaining. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, and, and, and that's why when somebody walks up to you or calls you on the phone or, or does whatever, one of the first things they say is, what's new? You know, they they most of the time do want to know, you know, and, and we know when they don't. You know? <laughs> but when they want to know, it's okay to, to give them the, the a little snippet, but just do a little snippet, you know, the, the too much information thing, whether it's good or bad, you know, if, if somebody really is Pollyanna all the time, that to me is just as annoying as the, the Debbie Downers. So Kevin, you know, you've, you've got this great, uh, did I just drop? Can you still hear me, Kevin? I'm not sure we're online. I think I just dropped the call. Deb, are you still there? I'm here. Okay. Well, let's see here. I think I can get uh, Kevin let's right see. back Sorry on. Sorry about that. If I, I it just showed do that. Me. Sorry. We're having a day. Um, I'm. I, he is with me on Facebook. I'm going to have him call back. I think he already did. Oh, I'm right here. Yep. There he is. There we go. Okay. Don't you love dead air? That's all right. We'll go smidge longer to make up for it. My my whole Skype thing just went blank, so I didn't think I was connected either. So, you know, we love gremlins today. Um, but, you know, it's it it really is something where, you know, we do get caught up in things and we don't, you know, we we don't remember that there are other people out there and it is better to help them. And maybe you can help them with what you're, you know, what your product is or what your service is, but maybe it's also that you can help them with providing information for somebody else. Yeah, I think it's um I think it's just 
it's our habits. Our, you know, our habits make us. So if we develop the habit of every day saying, how can I pay it forward today? Again, this isn't a kumbaya group hug moment. Mm-hmm. But how can I pay it forward? How can I help people without giving away the store? How can I just add as much value to people as I can? And then when right. you develop that habit, you know, karma has a funny way of coming around. So mm-hmm. when you, you, you know, most people think what goes around comes around, and they think of that in a negative context. Actually, what goes around comes around is one of the most greatest blessings in the universe because if mm-hmm. you keep paying it forward, you can't help but reap all the wonderful things that come back. Right. You know, and, and that's, you know, we've, we've mentioned him several times. That's one of the big tenets that Bob Berg talks about is the fact that, you know, you yeah. want to provide value, but it's not one of these where you're providing so much value that you are giving things away and being taken advantage of, you know, and, and he's very big on that. You know, this is not, you know, this, this is, uh, his big thing is you have to give in order to receive. And that receiving is getting new business, getting new clients, getting whatever, but you know, do that extra little bit that will come back 10, 20, 100 fold. Yeah, Bob, Bob and I have been friends for about 20 years. Mm-hmm. And and he is such a blessing in my life. I love, I love with a capital L, Bob Berg. Mm-hmm. And if your listeners want to read a book that will change their life if they implement it, his book, Endless Referrals, is a game changer. That book mm-hmm. changed my life. Right. So, yeah, Bob Berg, is, he's a human embodiment of giving. You know, he is, and, and I've had him on my program. Um, he is just a delightful person. One of the things that I love about the Endless Referrals books is it talks about the fact that, you know, we're connected with, in, in the real world, probably about 250 people. And that was based on, you know, gee, 250 people would come to someone's wedding or to their funeral. But it's not about those 250 people. It's who those 250 people are connected to. And then it, you know, it just spirals out from there. And to me, that's truly what social media is. It's not who I'm connected with on Facebook or on LinkedIn or Twitter. It's about who those people are connected with. Yeah. And, and, and we touched on it earlier, Deb, that when you take the position that you're going to be a value generator. Mm-hmm. You never know in a more and more interconnected. I mean, if you and I had the time and we wanted to do this just for the listeners, you and I could tell stories that would blow people's minds as Mm -hmm. to where clients came. This person knows this person who went to this person's wedding, who dated this person's younger brother. And and what we're figuring out is the world is really pretty interconnected. Mm -hmm. So pay it forward, do the right thing, be nice, because what goes around comes around. Mm-hmm. And and it truly is a small world. Um, you know, a, a quick little anecdote. When I was young, I think I was probably about 16 when this happened, I went to a very small high school in Colorado. My graduating class had 32. So this was a very small school. I was on a trip in New York City, and some of my friends were on a totally different trip in New York City. But, you know, we all knew we were there at the same point in time, but we also knew it was New York, so, you know, that was kind of that. I'm standing out in front of Macy's, and they walked out. So, you know, it it really – that was just really odd. Um, But, you know, you never know who you're connected to. And that's where – you know, that's why LinkedIn does this first, second, third degree connections because it's not who your first degree connections are. It's who the second and third degree connections are and the groups that you belong to. You know, because if you you need to speak with somebody in a specific business, maybe you're not connected to them. But if you've got enough connections, you're probably connected in some other way. Yeah, just like 
And to go back to what we talked about before the break, when you're going to a networking event live in person, Mm -hmm. understand that, yes, you're going to pick up some business cards and you're going to meet some people, but long-term, you're probably going to end up getting referred to other people that aren't in that room. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's all about, you know, it's all about leaving a wake of generosity and gratitude behind you and appreciation Mm -hmm. because you never know. You never Mm -hmm. know. Yeah. You know, and and a very, a, a very simple litmus test I tell people is never do anything or say anything that you wouldn't whisper in your grandmother's ear. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, and, and it's funny because I actually do the grandmother test on, on Facebook. I tell people don't post anything that you that your grandmother would say. What did you just do? Um, you know, our grandmothers really are a, a good source of that. You know, and and now granted, right. people have different types of grandmothers, but yeah, if you wouldn't if you wouldn't have shown your grandmother the picture of you know that the. the something that was, you know, using foul language, well, then maybe you shouldn't have put that on Facebook either. Right, right. And we're all human. We all drop the ball, but we just, mm-hmm. you know, it's just, it's all about getting better and better all the time. You know, right. we're all an act in progress. Mm-hmm. Would it take, would it be okay, Deb, if I gave your listeners a free gift? Oh, sure. Most definitely. Because I think we're probably coming up toward the end of the program and I don't want to, I don't want to overstay my visit, but I do like paying it forward and I like to, to prove that. Mm-hmm. Um, I have about 22 million connections on LinkedIn because I started using LinkedIn within 60 days of the launch in March of 2003. Mm-hmm. When people send somebody an invitation to connect on LinkedIn, it effectively merges their connections or their Rolodexes. So right. if any of your listeners want to send me an invitation to connect on LinkedIn, mm-hmm. I guarantee you when I accept that invitation, it's probably going to put about four to five and a half million connections into your listeners' Rolodexes, they might not fully understand what that means right this second, but I just save them about three to four years of building their own network. So right. I kind of want to pay it forward, pay it forward to your listeners. Perfect. You know, and, and it's great. So tell people how to find you again. And then I'm looking up something on LinkedIn that I want to say. So tell people how to well, find yeah, you. I'm, I'm, I'm really easy to find. If you type my name into Google, it's Kevin Knebel, K-N-E-B-L, mm-hmm. or if you go to kevinknebel.com. Um, you can sign up for my newsletter, my blog. You can, you can, my, my website is connected to LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter, so you can access any of my social media platforms. I'm a pretty friendly guy. If you want to friend me on Facebook or follow me on Twitter, uh, you know, any friend of Dead's is a friend of mine. <laughs> so I'd love to help you in any way, and I'd love for you to make me prove it. I'm extending my hand in friendship and saying if I could help you, I'd love to help you. Great. You know, and, and the thing that Kevin just mentioned about expanding your network. So I'm, I'm looking up this on LinkedIn. And so I am connected on LinkedIn with 1,733 people, which actually, considering who they're connected to, connects me to almost 15 million people. So it's the friends of friends. It's the whole Kevin Bacon, six degrees of separation, you know, all those various things. But here's really the most powerful thing. So today is the 18th of March. New people in my network, so the people I've connected with and then the people that they're connected with since March 13th, so in just five days, is over 84,000 people. 
So, you know, that's where social media is truly so very powerful because we can connect with people in, in so many ways. But it comes back to don't be over salesy, you know, don't be pushy, don't, you know, buy for me, buy for me, buy for me, but connect with those people. Yeah, that's it. That's so, as simple great. as that. Well, Kevin, we all are, we are almost at the top of the hour. So what's one final, you know, word of wisdom, sentence, paragraph, you know, that, that you can tell people who are a little hesitant about using social media and think that, oh, you know, it really is just where people post about Kim Kardashian and March Madness. Um, uh, geez, um, here's what I would say. Just like in real life. If Deb and I are sitting down for a cup of coffee and all I do is talk about me, she's a nice gal. She was raised right. She has good, had good parents. She'll nod politely, but she's not looking forward to another cup of coffee with me. So whether you're online or whether you're offline, I, I teach my audiences and different social media folks have different opinions on this, but this is just me. I teach people, use like a 70-30 ratio. About 70% of anything you post on LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, or anything, should not be self-serving. It should be a way that you can generate value and pay it forward, help other people, at least uplift people. But don't be talking about yourself all the time. I think you can earn about 30% of the time to do a shameless self-promotion. Most of us are familiar with television. We know the commercial's coming, but we're not turning on the commercial channel. <laughs> so just remember to talk about other people, not because you're trying to manipulate them, but because that's their favorite subject, and the more you can learn about them, the more you can figure out how to add more value to them. Great. Perfect. Well, as I said, Kevin, we will definitely have you on again since we missed getting the, the first part of the program recorded. So we'll have you back soon, and that way people can learn more from you because you do have great tips. One last time, tell people how to find you. Thank you for asking. It's at kevinkenebel.com. Kenebel is five letters. Could I please buy another vowel? It's K-N-E-B as in boy, L. Kevin, K-N-E-B-L.com. Deb, it's been an honor being on your show. I love you, and hopefully we'll be able to meet face-to-face sometime. Perfect. Let me know when you're going to be in Atlanta. That'll be great fun. So perfect. Everyone, enjoy the rest of your day. Enjoy the rest of your week, and we will talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Listening to Mile High Radio, MileHighRadio.com on the world. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.